Welcome to the Tribunal. I'm Danny with Jameson. Oh, how are you there? And Chris Wern. Tori be farting. <laughs> we just watched episode four of the Challenge Rider Dives. We saw Darrell and Veronica become the latest TJ surprise, the entire house shack up together, and Nelson finally win a daily challenge. We're going to do Killed It or Send It Home, Jameson's Juicy Deets, and MVPs and Losers. But first, I've got some questions for you guys. Wern, Strategy Nelly, is he a genius or just very, very lucky? Uh, I want to say a genius, but we all know he's very, very lucky. And uh, you didn't have to see far in the uh, episode um, to see that Olivia was the one really with the master plan, which, wow, just totally risky on her part. I mean, she said, throw us in, you know, basically take a chance, uh, which at the same time, it also felt like it wasn't necessary, but whatever. Um, Nelson definitely just stepped in and took uh, all the credit, though. And, um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I love how he just played. He just ran with it like he was some genius. It was great. Yeah, Jameson. man. I, I I love Nelson, man. I, he, he's just really blossomed, hasn't he? He is so fun and entertaining. And Goofy's he's a lovable character. Uh, and he really just turned into that. He's owning the the non-genius kind of, you know, attributes that he does have. Uh, you know, so yeah, I know he's not a genius by far. He might actually be, you know, have some issues. But I think that, you know, he is so fun, so lovable, so entertaining. I love that, you know, this is the narrative this season. It's like, let's just throw Nelson in there when we need something, you know? Let's just put Nelson on the commentary. Um, because man, he's just, I just want to party with him. I want to hang out with him and just be like, you fucking slugger, get out of here. You're so silly. Yeah. I mean, it was definitely luck. It shouldn't have worked. The, the plan that Olivia came up with was stupid too. And Horatio knew it, but he was just, yeah. I don't think it's in his personality to like take a stand on something like that, but they had <laughs> just been boned the week before in the exact same situation. And then they were all confident that they were like pulling one over on everybody and it worked. So I guess uh I Horatio's guess all... got some great abs, but he has no backbone. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> do you think he like even likes Tori? Or not Tori? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Laurel, Laurel, Laurel? Yeah. Or is it just like he's just too afraid to say no? So Laurel's just like having her way with him. In all of those well, scenes, notice? he's just sort of like smiling, like, eh. yeah. like I don't think he's like in pursuit of her for sure. No, no. he's just he's screaming. Half hugging her. Yeah, he's just like, screaming like no. But he, again, he would never say anything because he's like, well, you know, I don't want to cause any issues or confrontation. But there's nothing better than Nelly feeling like. He's in control. He's in power. Like, as soon as he won that challenge, I was like, great. Now we get to see him, like, in mastermind mode and, like, interviewing people. Like, it's just, it's so good. And he thought he was just being so smooth with everybody. And when did you notice when Veronica was like, these things almost never work out the way you want them to. And his face, like, it was the first time it dawned on him that, like, this might not go the way I think it will. Oh, 100%. He's seriously, like, uh... 36-year-old in a 13-year-old's body. You know what I mean? Or wait, opposite. 13-year-old brain in a 36-year-old body. Like, <laughs> he just, you know, he's, he's just like having a blast. He has very high highs and very low lows, you know? And 
it's just a roller coaster with him. But what a blast! Yeah, it's so, it's so true. The the look on his face was like he was a little kid up to some like hijinks. Yeah, like he, <laughs> he was just like had a secret that nobody knew about except him and a few other people. It was just I loved it. <laughs> so Jameson. We've given this show a lot of shit over the years for not enough hookups, ignoring the drama. Have they figured out the balance this season? Yo, dude, uh, the love is real. As Nelson says, love the love. And I definitely love it. Um, you know, call me a simple man, but I love a hookup on you know national TV. I love a hookup with some reality TV stars that I have zero connection to. And I want to see their emotions go all over the place. And that's what we're getting this season. I mean, I mean, Juicy Deets are coming up. I got, you know, some news on another hotel. I mean, it's just everybody's horny, apparently, or something's going on because uh, the hookups are flourishing. Yeah, lots of hookups. Um, you know, it made me kind of note, like, I feel like between the hookups, um, you know, the the music that's been in here the format being new the drama that's coming through i was like i feel like we're heading to like peak challenge right now and i dare put it at about like mid 2000s maybe late 2000s just uh on the music alone i feel like i've heard dmx in this episode i know yep. all out boy i think in multiple episodes which is like <laughs> i mean obviously they're still around but they're kind of cool at least back then um yeah i don't know it feels very peak uh, challenge. I'm I'm excited. I like it. It's a great, great season so far. They did a great job with the new cast members. Like I don't know. We give we give uh, MTV a lot of crap, and it's good to to uh, be honest when when it's great. And oh, right now it is. Hey, we're so straight. It's way All right. <laughs> Hell yeah, we're honest critics. The only thing is, is it's weighing heavy into the the horn dog, you know, love stuff. I wouldn't mind some fights i need i need a little bit more drama a little bit more screaming throwing suitcases over staircases you know something well let me tell you this my friend when you mix all this canoodling <laughs> fights are not far behind I'm, I'm <laughs> said the wise danny price <laughs> canoodling and fights they if go together is, hand in hand if it is drama <laughs> you seek you will find within MTV. Oh my God. <laughs> Let's do killed it or send it home, Chris Worm. Um, so, you know, I was going to talk about some peak format or peak challenge, uh, but, you know, we just covered it. Um, and I was thinking about Norris uh, during tonight's episode and how crazy it was. She just wanted to make her mark in the game when it was like who are you um but she wanted to do it via politics uh which made me think like you know what's the best way to make your mark in the game is it politics or is it in you know the dailies and elimination or is it just by being a crazy person you know i'll put the killed it or send it home on politics specifically but let you guys uh you know say killed it you make your mark the most by playing the political game or send it home. It's something else. Danny, what are you feeling? I'm going to send it home. And I think it's from what I can tell to like gain respect as a rookie. It's as simple as like 
not causing other people problems like socially in the house. Like that seems to be like you saw Tommy was everybody hated him last episode because he lied this season. He tries. He's a good guy. And everybody loves him this episode, you know, so like I feel like it's as simple as like just being like a decent person and not like making the experience shittier for anybody else is like the most basic way to be like, oh, yeah, I like that person. And then you do another season and then you're in the mix. Totally. I agree. I'm going to send it home as well. I think the way to earn respect as a rookie is physicality, you know, in the competitions and, you know, winning that shit. Like, shut the fuck up. It's like these rookies never watch a single season. And then they come on, you're like, what are we supposed to do? Oh, make a lot of noise, be super annoying and cause a lot of drama? Got it. That's what I'll do. It's like, no, dumbass. Just like, come in. I mean, we're giving Horatio some shit, but at least the dude is just like, I'm just quiet guy, just gonna do my thing. You know, like, hook up with a, a, a vet. Smart. That is, he, he's pretty smart. But like, these rookies, it's just so stupid. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> Like, just shut up. Like, you know, have a good time. Don't talk to a lot of people. Like, I don't know. I just, it always cracks me up um, how much they screw it up every season. Yeah, I agree with you guys. I'm going to send it home on the politics, but I'm going to kill it on, I want to say being a crazy person. Now, I don't think uh, you have to be crazy. Obviously, Horatio is doing well, but, you know, it helps being someone like an Emmy, like last season where she's saying she's singing that she's an alien, whatever it is, um, you know, or if you're like Tommy, who's just totally just uh, being himself around everyone. And maybe that's more so what it is not crazy. It's just like, you're not afraid to let everybody know who you are from the bat and just be genuinely yourself in those moments where you're not playing the game. And I think everybody tends to like you after that. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's like, you know, the challenge is not unlike life, guys. You know, you just. <laughs> <laughs> and this is Sage. a lesson for making friends. Yeah, dude. <laughs> if it is friendship you seek. Sorry. Um, I love this uh, advice giving Danny. It's really nice. Jameson, what do you got? All right, guys. This one is a little close to the heart a little bit. I'm um, very excited to share it with you. So tonight we talked about Nelson a lot. And tonight he snuck in a little daddy reference. And I just was wondering, you know, it's, it's really in culture these days. It's, you hear it more and more, you know, it's kind of used in humor, but then it's kind of used in some, you know, naughty places. I'm just wondering, what do we feel about daddy? Do we think it's funny? Do we think it's like, you know, fun phrase to say, you know, killed it? Or should we send this fucking thing home and get it out of our, out of our lives? Uh, I think Wern should go first as an actual daddy. He should. Yeah, in that context of being a dad, sure, uh, that's a killed it. But just about anything else, I'm going to say send it home. Um, I, I mean, even as a dad, I'd rather be called dad than daddy. But I get it. If you're a kid, maybe you just can't help yourself, and that's okay. I'll I'll let that you know I'll let that slide. Um, but calling anybody daddy is just I don't know, it just creeps me out a little bit. I feel like Zaddy's okay because it's kind of funny, but there you go, there you go. creepy and weird at some point. I'm okay with it. But yeah, I'm gonna send it home. Send home daddy in any form other than your own child calling you daddy. And they have to be young. I don't know. At some point I feel like you gotta be like, it's dad. <laughs> Get it right. What a great <laughs> fucking take from top to bottom. I have to say. I'm gonna send it home too. It really creeps me out. And I think like 
if you get down to the root of like whatever is causing you to call your spouse or your significant other daddy, it can't be good, whatever. <laughs> Both like liking being called it and calling somebody else. It just there nothing good can come of it, I don't think. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think you guys are both agree- know what my answer is on there. Send it the fuck home. Um, it's just weird. It, but I do think changing the D to a Z is where you land in a nice little spot. Okay, you want to be funny? We, we're funny guys. We like to crack some jokes, some zingers. You know, I get it. But the daddy thing, it just is so unfucking comfortable. And I just don't like it. And um, I wanted to leave pop culture and, and as fast as I can. Um, and it, but yeah. it rarely it rarely yeah. goes the other way. I mean, aside from AC Slater calling Jesse Mama, I don't think it really. <laughs> no, it happens the other way. Definitely doesn't go the other way. The only the only place I think it's okay is uh, Daddy Yankee if he's singing Gasolina. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> who knew? Who knew that when we said the word Daddy was going to unlock a fucking plethora of jokes from Chris today? Oh my god. <laughs> Killing it. Um, so mine is uh, fashion related. We've seen a lot of bad outfits on this show, mostly from Fessy. <laughs> but we saw something I didn't know existed. Colleen wore a motorcycle jacket bra on this uh, episode. <laughs> Killed it if you're a fan of the motorcycle jacket bra and would wear one or uh, send it home if, <laughs> if, if you don't find it to your taste. <laughs> Well, I, I, I you know, as I sit here with you guys, I wear a sweater from fucking probably Old Navy and, you know, some fucking khaki shorts. So I can't really speak a lot on fashion. Um, you know, to me, I'm going to I'm going to say killed it because I think, you know, more power to you. If you got the fucking cojones uh, to wear, you know, something like that or wear whatever you want to wear and have the confidence to wear it. Like, go for it, you know? Like, I don't know what it's like to have breasts. I mean, I have breasts, but I don't have breast breasts. You know, you want to, like, do something with that outfit? Go for it, man. Go all in, you know? Um, So I'm going to kill it, you know? I think, why not? Like, wear whatever the hell you want to wear. You know, as uh, Adam Sandler said in Big Daddy, um, I don't care what you wear. So anyways, yeah, I think, uh, you know, go for it all the way. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to kill it as well. Um, I think, you know, a, a motorcycle bra, while I don't remember this off the top of my head, <laughs> uh, it just sounds very German. It sounds very Berlin club scene. It sounds so also hot right now. Uh, I give it I give it to Colleen. I think she can pull it off. She's that German mole, whatever it is. So, um, yeah, I'm going to say killed it. Go ahead, Colleen. Rock that motorcycle jacket bra whatever it was <laughs> I, I think i have to say killed it just because we're talking about it i mean it it, it did enough that uh it made it onto the show and you're right i didn't factor in it's a very german thing to wear i think yeah. knowing absolutely yeah. nothing about german fashion it just feels right <laughs> that fashion. definitely looks like german fashion <laughs> from everything i don't know about german fashion that adds up as german fashion that's definitely german fashion <laughs> Time to get juicy. With Jameson's Juicy Deeds. Ooh. Uh, I shouldn't have a song on a song. I don't know why I did that. 
Uh, what's up, dudes? Um, got some juicy stuff. Uh, first, she just won't say the fuck out of anything. Uh, that was really aggressive of me. But Cara Maria, again, you know, is just coming in and responding to Tori, saying certain cast members would quit the show if Cara uh, returned. Uh, which, you know, I get it. But, man, like, just, just can we just not talk about her ever again? I'm done giving juicy deeds about her. But it's always the top of my juicy deed timeline. You know, something about Kara. You, you'd be shocked how many things I don't share with you guys. Um, but just wanted to get that one out of the way. Also, though, funny little story that is, you know, part of the cast knows. Veronica, uh, when she showed up on the show, she started a rumor that CT was waiting in the wings, like ready to go. And she kept this rumor going for a while, which is pretty rad. Like as a prank on everybody? Yes, as a, as a prank on everybody. Like, no, like she's like, he's coming. I saw him at the hotel. He's gonna be here, and just everyone's shaking in their boots. I, love I mean, that. that's that's amazing. That's great. Really, really fun. Uh, hookups, Danny. You brought it up. Everyone's hooking up. Everyone's doing it. Uh, which, by the way, I just I don't know how these guys do it. I would go outside or something. I just they're hooking up right next to people sleeping. I just what, what a, are we in college? In a bunk bed. Yeah. Some of these people just, are well into their 30s. I find that fascinating. Like, you know, there's cameras in the room. Maybe like go to the backyard or the pool. I don't, like, I get it. You know, it's, you know, you're, you're tie tie and you don't want to, you know, get out of the blankie blankies, but like get, get out of there, man. It's crazy to me. There's no secret uh, shower rendezvous like uh, Bear and Kayla. <laughs> yeah, exactly, man. Go find a, a spot. But speaking of hookups, uh johnny and mariah are pretty serious uh they've been hooking up for a while johnny bananas um and posts about it and it is it is a fish uh, i don't know if they're he was dating someone for a long time i can't believe how much i know about all these people's dating history but uh you know now he's moved on to mariah and it's uh it's getting steamy from the pictures they post wow. so to be clear this is johnny bananas and not yes. Johnny who got eliminated. Yes, sorry. Johnny Banana okay. should have clarified. He was real thirsty. Thirsty Johnny. Um, and then this last one is for uh, Danny Boy. Not because this is, you know, really connected to you personally, but I thought you'd enjoy it. Uh, Devin, because I feel like you love Devin. I don't know what. Uh, I do. <laughs> Devin posted on Instagram. He said, just to put into perspective what savages my castmates are on the challenge, I'm 6'1", 195 pounds, pretty flabby. Bench 225, six times maybe. I can do a couple pull-ups, deadlift 384, four times, run a mile in six minutes, and I'm the least physically fit recurring challenger ever. So um, he's just, you know, he's working out, he's trying, but uh, he just wants the world to know that he is definitely the worst physically fit person on the show. As, as if we couldn't tell that from watching. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love him, man. He's really grown on me the last few seasons. That's all I got for your juicy deets. Thanks, Jamo. Yeah, dog. How about an MVP of the episode, Chris? Who do you have? Uh, the MVP for me this episode is undeniably nelson um i just you know obviously he kind of got credit or took credit for this mastermind move um he got his daily win you know which uh 
I didn't even know that there was some kind of losing streak until this season started. So obviously some foreshadowing there. Um, but yeah, he did this mastermind move. That was really Olivia's like we talked about. Um, and, you know, obviously I don't think anybody would really trust a Nelson mastermind. Win, so I think everybody kind of knew, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and uh, Olivia, his, his little boo, his little hookup is still in the game. And um, I don't think there's any real blowback from this elimination at all, since it seemed like everybody was in on it. So uh, super clean for him. Good episode for him. Great. Episode was, I loved watching him. I loved it too. I think it might be a unanimous vote here. We'll see. Danielle always like to pull a switcheroo, but I'm, I'm all in on Nelson too uh, for MVP, man. He just, he was entertaining. He killed it. Uh, and you know, he just was himself all, all the way through. And I, I wanted more. I was like, love is love. And I love Nelson. It's gotta be Nelson. I mean, he's, this was his best episode in a very good season for him so far. So I hope he sticks around for as long as possible because the show knows what they have in Nelson. We know what we have in Nelson and this, we need him to at least make the final this season. He's so entertaining. This is a guy who sacrificed for his boy, Corey. (laughs) Multiple times. And I don't remember the the opposite ever happening. The only reason Nelson's going to make it on to the final is because Corey's not here for him to sacrifice for him. (laughs) He's got to help Corey out because Corey has seven kids, you know, like he's got (laughs) to do something for him. He's going for that Nick Cannon record. Now, the loser of the episode, Jameson, who do you have here? I feel like, you know that meme of that lady that, like, tastes something? It's like, mm-hmm. huh? Oh, I, I like it? No, I don't like it. That's how I felt. That was an awful uh, transition here. Um, it reminded me, this, this this end of this episode, I went through a little roller coaster. I was like, when Tommy started just crying his eyes out, I was like, oh, buddy, come on, man. Like, what are you doing? Like, But then something about, what was her name? What's her name? Annalise? A- Annalise? Like, when she's like... Falling into the water in the mud, it just made me laugh. And maybe that makes me a bad person. I don't know. But I just thought it was so funny. And so uh, instead of giving it to Tommy, who was crying, I was like, I'm just going to give it to Annalise because it's just funny. So, uh, yeah, she's not losing. Chris, (laughs) that's hilarious. (laughs) Just being dabbled into the mud over and over, just like. It was, I don't know what it was. Very lightly, too, because she was getting like a half inch up. It was like. (laughs) <laughs> i just was like it really got me man i was like cracking up oh man i honestly this was one of the first episodes that i was like torn as to who to give the loser because i was like man i don't feel like anybody really was a loser um agreed agreed it was kind of a good show for everybody however you know knowing i have to give it to somebody i'm gonna give it to kim this week um and the reason being, you know, we kind of talked on it. He was just stuck in this room where Fessy and his partner, Colleen, were hooking up. And then I believe also Nelson and Olivia as well. I mean, it seemed like that was the same room. Um, I was too lazy to go back and check <laughs> the, the video, but I was like, oh, my God, he's just getting rocked right now. Trying to sleep through two hookups like and one that already happened. And it's like then another one happens that just has to be miserable. So. I'm going to give it to him for that. It's already bad for him. He's got this tiny ass bed. He appears to be like seven feet tall. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, 
horrible. Um, I'm going to give it to Tommy. I mean, I love the guy. I hope he comes back. But, God, that was brutal. I mean, when you have – I've never heard PJ try and give somebody advice about the elimination before mid-elimination. And he even he was doing that. You have to think that these things are designs that they're like, all right, every guy in the house will be able to pull their partner up for at least a couple minutes at a time and then to take a break and get back up there to finish the puzzle to not even have her budge off that thing for, I mean, literally inches. It was just brutal to watch. It was sad. Like I I didn't find it uh, funny on his behalf. I did find it funny on his partner's behalf. I agree with you, James. But yeah, it was just brutal. And then he was crying. I mean, everybody clearly loves him. TJ was yeah. so nice about it at the end, but it's just a that's a brutal elimination loss. So he's the loser. Yeah. They should totally have dude. They yeah, maybe they should have switched. Dude, it reminds me of a throwback from season one of our podcast where I told a story where I struck out and I fell to the ground and cried my eyes out like a little baby. And the whole crowd and my dad was like, get up. <laughs> but I was just so embarrassed and you know just shamed you know the moment it reminded me of that well that's yeah. the that was the worst part of it is like you could you we've all been in some situation where that like just some bad situation just keeps getting worse and like the the worse you feel about it the worse the situation gets and that was clearly what was going on and I, I just felt for him I just want to say, Jameson, that I think every kid has struck out in Little League. They've been the last out of the baseball game, and they lost, and they cried. I think that's how that <laughs> That's like a universal thing. I know. Mine was like it was the end of our baseball career with like that crew, you know, and the last game in the playoffs, and it was like the last fucking out. And there I was, little Jameson, <laughs> four foot fucking two, and just boom, done. You so get you drop to your knees like – Right in front of like, so you he's like right in front of the ump and everything. Like you're right there. Yeah, right in there at the plate, man. Right there at the plate. Just oh, you got to make it to the dugout, dude. I know. Right, the other team was like just jumping up and down and all around (laughs) me, dude. It was the fucking worst. (laughs) It stuck with me. It stuck with me. I'm very vulnerable on this podcast. I do not hold back. No, that's what we owe our listeners. You know, vulnerability. That's what they come here for. Guys, I feel like this was one of our best, I have to say. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Until next week, that's it from the Tribunal. Don't be a quitter. Don't be a layup. You guys killed it. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe.